1: All right, we wrap with Roycey every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday here on Mackey and Judd and the Score North YouTube channel. Uh, Patrick, the Timberwolves, your thoughts. Uh,
2: my thoughts is my, my number one thought on the whole thing has been how uh, local mainstream media has changed. How that there is no way even five years ago that we would have approached the idea of him having a relationship within the office if there hadn't been some kind of a complaint right if there hadn't been something that made it news that a suit had been filed or a, a you know a complaint had been filed in some legal form TMZ has has taken over the uh, mainstream media because Mike Max was first to report it. On the big neighbor for, or no, on CCO TV, I believe, their uh, yeah. their website, I think, was the first guy everybody knew about it. I guess, but it was the, they were the first. Uh, he was the first one to put it out there, and then the athletic put it out there, and then we put it out there too. But it it was uh, astounding to me uh, because you know I just I grew up in an atmosphere where uh, if 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 somebody was screwing around unless somebody complained about it, you didn't write about it, right? Unless Tanya Bucket went to, you know, put it in her divorce proceedings or something like that, or then, you know. But unless unless there was some complaint about it, it wouldn't have been uh, part of the narrative. But I really, really think that he was, uh, uh, that too many, don't you feel, and maybe I'm wrong, too many unnamed sources were allowed to abuse him don't you think
1: yeah, um that's a good question it you're saying you're saying in the aftermath or in the in the lead up cuz like the athletic was working on a story for a month before supposedly
2: yes supposedly but that's easy to say that's
1: also easy to say in the in the athletic article that that Johnny and Shams wrote. It was a combination of the stuff that they had. So they, so they said in the article, we had heard some complaints off the record, behind the scenes about Gerson, and that was the premise of the article. And in the reporting, they also found people that defended Gerson, but the you know, but the framing of it was, and this is where there's there's two different reasons why he got fired. I think it's about ten percent relationship, ninety percent people that worked with him hating him. That's that's yeah, that what is, how I feel.
2: That is true, but it is also very interesting that the guy replaces him might have been the oh. guy spreading more bad stuff about him than anybody.
1: Yeah, well think the about guy, the, the the guy yeah, the, trying
2: to get the job was the guy that that did provided I know now I don't know who the athletic talked to, but I know that
1: this guy was bad-mouthing him to other media members. Well, think about the chain of events. So so Sachin Gupta is the one we're talking about here. So he tries to leave the organization earlier this summer and take a lateral job that I guess would have paid him more, but a lateral job to go f- to the Rockets. So he's he's so desperate. He just, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to take a lateral job with the one of the worst teams in the NBA right now because I don't want to work for Gerson anymore. Gerson blocks it, and then two months later, and, and by the way, banishes him from the organization a few weeks later, and then two months later, Gupta's running the whole thing, and Gerson's gone. Yeah. So the the only way that happens is if is if Sachin Gupta is a, a a key cog in the discussions with Mark Laurie ownership, right?
2: Apparently, this whole thing became the the whole discord became very public during the summer league, as the other whoever else was out there representing the Wolves, and Gupta was out there too uh was uh, pretty much openly bad-mouthing him to to media people hanging around the summer league from what i could tell so mm. it's uh it's uh, i don't know uh what uh what to say but it is extremely interesting that after they fired Thibodeau, The growly old bachelor who didn't even have a family, who, uh, you know, was not nice to people, who didn't do anything for PR. When they had their introductory press conference, they basically shooed the two little twins up to the front to have them sit on his lap so they could say, this is is our new culture. We got a family man in charge here and we're going to be a family. Wasn't it? How many times did they tell us they were going to be a family at that opening press conference? They,
1: print, they printed family shirts. All the players and staffers wore family shirts. Did yes. we? Not at the press conference. Did we
0: see those kids again? Because I'm beginning to think that they were actually hired actors. I think the <laughs> I twins were hired at Hollywood hands.
2: <laughs> I said what they're looking for now is a new administrator with extremely attract extremely cute triplets. We want triplets this time to put up there instead <laughs> of just twins. You know. Ah. Uh, yeah, but it was such a fun. You know, you can't hire a guy on Tuesday and declare yourself a family on Thursday. You got to see how things work out, don't you? And uh this guy the the one thing that should have made everybody a little suspicious is how long did he last in Dallas right he went you know he left exactly. Houston went to Dallas it was there what three months and they ran him out for whatever He wasn't even the new number two man there or something and uh they didn't run him out I guess he's I guess he's uh just didn't give a damn what anybody else had to say it was his it was his biggest problem so i I, I don't know but but he did. You know, I would say his work here can't be bad mouth. Jared Culver was a bust, and that that was stupid right off the bat to trade up when they if they could have stayed where they were, they could have gotten a guy who could shoot. Tyler Her- Hi, uh, Hero instead of him, but you know, you know they they made a couple of good. McDaniel's was a good pick in the last year, and uh, you know in the last, in the previous draft and Ant Edwards. They got, he got rid. Cost him a lot, but they got rid of Wiggins. Everybody wanted to get rid of Wiggins. So I, I wouldn't say his work was terrible here, would, would you guys? I don't
1: know. No. No, it was it was I thought it was on the right track. I think a lot of it depends on Anthony Edwards, right? Did they if yeah. if, if Lamello Ball and P I think the, the nation feels like Lamello Ball is the better player, but watching Ant Edwards over the last twenty five or thirty games,
2: woof. Plus you he know. played them all. He played yeah. seventy-two out of seventy-two. And the other yeah. guy played forty-some. That's why he should have been the rookie of the year.
0: The incredible thing, though, that, that just continues and continues is the complete dysfunction. That's the thing that I just and and Pat, you're pro- you yeah, but might I, I be right.
2: Dis- I think the dysfunction is uh, hiring the wrong guy. You know, <laughs> going back to the con man. How you know, Glenn was had been in the league for so long, and he basically had to let. You know, he decided he had to let Kevin go, and I don't blame him for that one. But uh, the, he had to go. And he had to let David Stern tell him who to coach, who to hire. Right. David Kahn, this right? This, nobody in the league. It was, and that's really where it started because they, they they have been struggling mightily since Taylor got rid of the un the knowing then all the Kevin and. You know, Kevin was the no one. You know, when it all started, it was when they fired Flip as coach. And mm-hmm. even though that was deserved, too, probably. I mean, you don't stay t- t- much long unless you're at Utah. You don't stay more than 10 years. But but once they got the unfamiliar, uh, you know, Kevin then all of a sudden was hiring a new coach every three months. And that's when it all started, it, you know they had stability <laughs> for what? Ten years. Ten years, years,
0: about ten years, yeah.
2: yeah. Now, because they brought in Kevin came in and he let they let the salty sea captain, as Barrero called him, Blair, coach for twenty games, and they didn't make another change for ten years. With it, but. but when they started making changes, they could not find the
1: right guy. And think about, so since, since McHale's been let go and I I am counting interims here, like Milt Newton, this will be the ninth, whoever they hire next will be the ninth president of basketball operations or head of basketball ops since 2008. And, and they've gone through so many different ways. You already mentioned, you know, how many different ways has Glenn gone about finding someone, you know, Flip Saunders was his own, right? I, I know flip it's just, I'm just going to hire flip, um, uh, David Stern is going to help me hire David Kahn. Search firm helped him hire Tom Thibodeau. Well, all right, all right. Now, now we're going to get a committee of eight trusted people together, led by Ethan Kasson, and we're going to bring in Jim Peterson, and, and then yeah. that process led to Gerson Rosa. It's like every process he has tried right. has led to some sort of failure.
2: But when he hired Thibodeau, he was the number one guy on the market. Right? Yeah, that's true. He was the number one coach. And that's when I started saying, even when they do the right thing, they do the wrong thing, right? And uh, this is, it's a really good lesson for us in the local media to rush in and start celebrating things before we have any idea what the hell we have here. I mean, this guy was, I'm guilty. oh, look at him. He's a breath of fresh air. He's <laughs> he's a family man. He's He's got this great background in Houston. and uh, uh, You know, as I said, our first suspicion should have been when he came in here and pretty much made it public they were going to shoot 43s a year, I mean a game, and then drafted a guy who couldn't shoot right yeah. off the bat, right? That was a Yeah, what you call? Straight up to draft a guy who can't shoot while we're going to shoot 43s a year.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. But your no, point, yeah. But Pat, your your points a good point too about we are now in a day and age where if you don't like the boss that you are working for and begin to uh make some phone calls to people and say hey don't name me but so and so, you know, Paul Fenton, who who was not yeah. great. Same thing though is, is if you have enough steam now and say my boss is an a hole. How can I get him fired? You've got a fighting chance now. Where I feel like twenty years back, your boss would probably say, "Bleep off! We're not. We're not going to make a change." You
2: know when you looked at the list of crimes here, that he made him work hard, and uh, and and he made all the decisions. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, the look the. The uh, oh, we had to work these long hours and blah blah blah. And then when we got done with our work, he didn't listen to us. And well, that's you know. That's I right.
1: I also want to make it also. I I believe I saw this was a in one of the national reports might have been Bleacher Report um, that the that the organization didn't find anything uh, legally wrong with the internal relationship that it, it was it wasn't they it. It didn't rise to the level of some – it didn't violate, like, organizational policy or anything. Uh, It just made people
0: uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. No infidelity clause?
2: Somebody used the uh, word uh, in some Twitter of mine. I said, "I'm glad he's gone because I could never remember if it was two r's and one s or one one uh, one r." And, you know, I I, I could right. never remember how to spell Gerson. It's kind of like writer with the r's and the t's, and Kirloff with the
1: r's. A lot of letters, you know, yeah,
2: a lot of letters. But <laughs> uh, you know, that said, it's uh, the list of crimes does not does not uh, rise to any level. And somebody said, "Well, there's, you know how to spell mistress," and I said. There's a very high standard for mistress. That's got to be a long-term thing before you do that. I'd say we're still in the fling category here. (laughs) What is the, what
1: is the, like how many months before, before you reach mistress Oh, that's like, yeah,
0: that's a while. That's like six months, right? It's
2: almost got to be a second family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. (laughs) I think the moral of, of the story here, boys, is very simple. If you're going to work your people hard and be despised, don't do something where you can get caught.
2: Yes, don't go to soccer games. Don't, where don't, don't, have don't, 18, don't take those, those, those sweet tickets. Here. Don't, you know, <laughs> you know, that that whole area over there, you know, up and down that University Avenue there, if you want to – Give your girlfriend a kiss. You don't have to uh, do it at the soccer stadium. You can do it someplace. Else.
1: Plenty of other establishments yeah. up and down <laughs> yeah. the oh, You might want to be careful there, there the too. I haven't been to any
2: you. of them, I got to say, but the legend is for 29 bucks, you can get every couple hours. It's
1: no <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <You> know, let's <laughs> God. Be, a let's be a little smarter about that. Let's be smarter about that. Oh, my God. Uh, by the way, uh, for people wondering, I, I don't know if Doogie has gone with this on his scoop podcast yet, but he was telling us yesterday that he's hearing um, that Cat and Gerson weren't best buds. So, no. well, it's not. It's not like people worrying that oh my god, you know, are we, are we did we did we do something to upset Kat? Is he going to demand a trade? That he's he's not. uh
2: it's no, not Kat's glued did, to Gerson. Cat's going to demand a trade. At the end of this year, if they stink again, or sometime during this year, if they stink again, but it's not going to have anything to do with Gerson.
1: Yeah, it'll be wins, wins and losses at this point, right? He wants to win.
2: All we got to know about Cat Baby (laughs) is when Tibbs' coach never missed a game, right? (laughs) Your guy out there playing his heart out for Tibbs, night after night, never missed a game for the Tibbs. Night. Soon as soon uh, these easy riders come in here, he's not, you know, he's missing. Pat, if sport.
1: things go south for the Knicks in the first two months, do you that's make right. the phone call? Do you Bring make the back. phone call? <laughs>
2: Bring him back. Good old tips. He's not going to – I don't think he's going to embarrass you by being a ladies' man. I don't think that's going to be a
1: <laughs> he, he. No, he He makes love to the silver butter knife steak at Murray's. <laughs> that's oh. That's oh, my right. God. That's,
2: and- that's exactly oh, God. right. In fact – And basketballs. What's the great one? Birch's. <laughs> I, I saw him go after one of those steaks at Birch's one night. And oh, very, man. Very impressive.
0: Oh, that's very a good impressive. steak, though. Birch's attack. Great. attack. Was, attack. Uh, yeah.
2: Switch. <laughs> Knife. That Butter. That was, a, that was a sad loss to the uh, pandemic, the uh, Birch's steak. Yeah, that was yeah. not a good loss. Well, Jose Marios tonight versus the Twinks and the uh, the Blue Jays. They keep beating on teams. And then all of a sudden they go into these funks where they can't score any runs, and they're not going to make her with that lineup and that pitching staff. It's kind of sad that they're not going to make the playoffs because they fun. they have, They have no consistency.
1: They're fun. See the, oh, the, the
2: St. Louis Cardinals. I was just going to yeah. say
1: they've won twelve games in a
0: row.
2: Yeah. Last night That's they're bad, down man. five to one in the seventh, and they end up beating them what eight to five. Or you see
0: something. who's pitching well? J. Happ. Jay yeah, Hap and John Lester have both been great John additions. Lester
2: was, John Lester, who was a corpse. Yep. He was, he was more of a corpse than Hap, and they're both big.
1: Okay, if if the Cardinals do their, their, you know, once every 10 years October thing, yes. and Jay Hap pitches seven scoreless innings to clinch game six of the World
0: Series,
2: I fire how Wes many pe- how many people don't you fire? I fire West Johnson
0: Here's what we need: we need Jay Happ to say what the shoe said to Dean Spiros in St. Yes, Paul. Right. That's what we yeah. need because that will get people fired.
2: The poor old shoe, a yep. poor old shoe man. All he he, uh, you know, they put up with him pitching rotten all year. He pitches seven scoreless over there and rips. West, and that's it. He's gone out of the yep. We're very sensitive for being as rotten as we are.
1: <laughs> well,
0: Pat, very the ah, pat sensitive
2: the spit. and rotten. And one thing the Timberwolves have done, being right across the parking lot there, they've taken a, a modest amount of heat away from uh, the dysfunction that we're seeing at that uh, Target Field this year too.
1: Pat, the spin I saw from uh, local beat writers was, oh, it was a great win yesterday. And if the Twins go 5 and 4 the rest of the way, they can avoid 90 losses. So it if they go bad, 5 bad, and 4. Hang the banner. Hang, hang the, the banner, banner. We can avoid it, it, 90 it, it, losses. It, it can be right next to the 2011 or God, 12 dude. banner that said, we avoided 100 losses by
0: beating the Royals two out of three and, and celebrated like we won a division <laughs> title yes. right after. Trevor right there's
1: a plouffe statue we're of him right jumping up and down.
2: I will say I thought this team had a chance to be as rotten uh, uh, down the stretch as that team did, but they've they've been a little better. So yeah.
1: <laughs> congratulations, hey, real, real, real quick, Pat. Who wins on Sunday? Vikings, Seahawks.
2: Uh, Vikings, ten points.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm with Seattle, Pat on this. I'm Seattle, Seattle
2: overrated. Still don't have a defensive line. Dar- Daniel Huntero, oh, he just had three sacks against the mobile, most mobile quarterback in the league. He'll have two against Russell Wilson. Yeah,
1: I'm with Pat. All right, that's wrapping with Roycey. Pat, we'll see you next week.
2: Okay. Yes, sir.
1: Shopping for the holidays on Instacart and paying with Klarna means you can get gifts delivered in as fast as an hour and spread the payments over time. Which could come in handy if you find out everyone's bringing gifts to a holiday party, even though the invitation said no gifts. I mean, why even bother to say no gifts if you don't mean it, Jennifer? Shop over 900 retailers on Instacart. Pay over time with Klarna. New Instacart customers get $25 off $100 or more when you pay with Klarna using code Klarna25. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply.